Vocal Vision. In today's episode, we are talking about how to prepare the conversation. This is such a fun topic to talk about. We've talked about a lot of different topics of how to be in a conversation, what needs to be done. Um, but as the process continues for this podcast and for you, uh, something that I've been very aware of is that there is a space that you can create for the conversation that most people aren't doing. And so this is how to prepare the conversation. What you need to do or what you can do to get you ready to have this conversation. And the cool part is, is that once you do this, you don't have to do it every single time before the conversation, but it gives you a good practice and kind of a good baseline of, am I ready to really take this on? Am I ready to, to talk about this thing? Because most times if you're not ready, you'll avoid it. And you'll be nice while avoiding it, but it, it just doesn't get you what your desired result of the conversation is. Now, there's multiple steps, and we're, we could have more podcasts on this and talk more about you know what the steps is for these types of conversations as it goes, but uh, this is just something I wanted to share with you, and I've got a few points here to let you know. So a lot of this, it starts down to how to connect. How to connect with somebody to where you can talk so that they'll listen. So that they'll be interested in having this conversation with you. So these are the four kind of criteria, these areas that really seem to be fitting for me to be able to, to share these things. And I don't know where this is going to go in terms of conversation with you all today. Um, but to know that these types of preparations have really been valuable for me because there, there are things that I want to, to say and I can get stopped very easily in conversation and allow someone else to just share themselves. And uh, for me, a lot of the time was learning empathy and or learning how to connect with people. And so I would be on the phone with people for hours, uh, sitting down with a conversation till you know the restaurant's closed. They don't close in Hong Kong. Currently now we're in lockdown, so they are closed uh, at 6 p.m. But before then, it wasn't really much of a, a, a listening conversation where I would want to speak. I'd want to say what I needed to say, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't listen. And I never understood why for a long time, I, especially believing that I've got something important to say or that I'm an authority of some stage in what I am saying, um, or even if it was just something I was really not sure. Why did, why did this happen this way? Um, and people would brush it off with a very simple quest of a, an answer. You know, well, that's just the way that it is. Or like maybe your parents always say something like, you know, because I said so. So because you said so, now I just have to be okay with not saying things. And lead, letting other people lead in the conversation. So that's what this all boils down into. And I'm just bringing you a, a context of ways that you may be stopped in these types of conversations before you even get into the pre-conversation. Because when you're in it, you're in it, right? And then finding that desired result is what we're all looking for. Whatever that goal is that you want to have with somebody. 
So the first step would be a way of being. Now this way of being is who do you want to be in this conversation? Do you want to be compassionate? Do you want to be uh, concerned? Do you want to be uh, hopeful? Do you want to be helping? Do you want to be a bitch? <laughs> do you want to like bitch somebody out? Do you want to do you want to be angry? Uh, do you want to be upset? Um, and and some of these things obviously are like no, I don't want that. But a lot of that is what you want. You want the other person to really feel what it is that you want. What you're feeling, what you're desiring, you know. I really wish, you know, what would you say if that person was right here? I, I would say this. Ooh, yeah. But, you know, I really can't. I can never say that to them. Well, that is how you're feeling, right? So you bring all that into the way of being in this conversation, into this space. And because you bring all of that ways of being, it it stops you from talking about certain things. It stops the other person from sharing so that when you finally are ready to have them be a part of the conversation where they're deeper than just um, a a flippant comment uh, the, of anger, frustration. Like it's it's more than that, which is what you're dealing with. You can come into the space of being a committed listener. You could come into the space being um, from concern or curiosity. So your way of being and how you are also allows that person to step into that space. So if you come at it from a very angry or frustrated way, find ways to get off of that so that you can be concerned. Uh, a lot of times for me, I'm always concerned about what that person's committed to. And if I can find out what they're committed to, then I can at least be a way of being that lends itself to that commitment. Uh, and it's, it's good to be with that person. You know, you always, you always love being with somebody. You're always so cheerful. You're always so happy, you know, those types of things. Well, that's what they're bringing to this conversation. They may not always be that way. Not everybody is. But that's what they're bringing to this space. What are you bringing? What way of being are you bringing into this conversation? So consider that. The next is the relationship to the others, uh, the other people that you're having this conversation with. Essentially, it's, it's the nature of the conversation. What is the relationship? Very clear, flat out. Uh, the relationship is, this is my mother. This is my father. Uh, this is my second cousin. This is my boss. Uh, this is my um, potential relationship partner. This is my committed long-term relationship partner. What is the relationship to the other person that you are? get very clear on. And why I say this is that a lot of times we're going to experience in our bodies, again, this isn't vocal vision, but if you can connect in this, in this stage to your body when you say, this is my mother, this is my, this is, this is my, my father, feel how that lands on you. Ooh, I'm, I feel happy when I say that. Okay. Oh, I feel I feel angry when I say that. Ooh. Okay. And then connect to the nature of this conversation. Is the nature of this conversation that you just want to have them understand how you feel? Is the nature of the conversation always going to be, you know, the the desired result for the nature of that relationship? So if you had a boss, the nature of the conversation is this, and it, and it should not 
mix as much as an, an, a conversation with a friend. Right? So, so that you can get clear on where you're coming from, the way that you are, the way that you're being, and the relationship that you have with this person. You know, with your child, it would be more forgiving if they did something wrong than if it was your employee. So how you come to the nature of that situation is the, uh, the nature of the uh, conversation is just by re getting very clear on what's the relationship to this person. And that doesn't mean that you have to act a certain way from this. It's just getting clear on what that is. I, I remember a lot of times where I'm, uh, you know, I'm teaching, right? doing education. I really enjoy education. There's such a, a vital need for people that can educate you know, with, with learning skills, but not just for the test. For me personally, obviously, I teach presentation skills. I do that. But for how they're going to communicate with other people in the future. When you're in a job, when you're when you're at when you're with your friends having lunch, you know, how, how is this? How do you interact? What is it that you want to say that you can say that you can't say? And I was having a lot of these lessons uh, recently, where I'm teaching other teachers how to teach drama presentations, and it's been very very fun to be able to talk. And well, one of their bigger struggles is that they're not able to have a a a meaningful conversation with the students, even though they know that the students are capable of having that conversation. And they try to do that within their lessons by being fun and friendly and free, but the kids don't take them seriously. And then some of the teachers who are very strict on it, they don't allow for open conversation. And so they're struggling with how to mix those two things in together. And when I was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, what I would consider is, is to know that if I'm having a conversation with somebody um, who's, who I'm trying to teach, essentially, right? Like I'm trying to teach them something or get something from this conversation. I come at it from a, a space of where are they at? Where, what, where are they at? Do they see me as this person? So it's not just how you view the relationship. It's how the other person views you in that conversation moment. So I could have a conversation with some of these students and I can say this, this, and this because I'm coming from a teacher-student position or it demands respect. But then after the classroom, if those students want to come up to me and talk to me, I can then come down to a friendly conversation, uh, maybe a wise type of conversation. And I can transition. And in that moment, those are two different types of conversations. So in establishing the relationship in this specific conversation that you're going to have requires you having the nature of that conversation so you don't mix it all in and get the confusion of what this conversation is built on. So with that being said, part number three. This is listening before listening. I really enjoy having David on the podcast. And I think for me, it's because I get to listen. I get to ask questions. I want to hear the answers to. And with this podcast as it is right now, I'm happy to share with you, but I don't get that listening before that. 
So I knew I was going to have a conversation with you all today, and I knew David wasn't going to be here. And so I was thinking to myself, you know, how am I going to listen to myself talk for this whole time and, and, and know that it's worth listening to? This was my concern. In the background, I was like, boom, boom, boom. And I think for part of us, we do already go into conversations listening before we even start listening. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to do. They better know this, you know. Like, those, those ideas are great. Like, everything we've talked about so far, you have to do. You have to get prepared for. All right, but knowing what you feel like you're, ready gonna, you're gonna get ready to listen to is very important for you to prepare, for you to be with it. Because we talked about in the first step, the way of being, that can change when your emotions change. And most people who don't sit in, sit in their emotion, as I mentioned earlier, suggesting you to do, then when the emotion comes up in that moment, in that presentation, in that conversation, when, when the rubber hits the road, where are you going to go? Do you shift back in your old way of being? Or are you going to be curiously listening? And whatever question you ask, whatever conversation, wherever it goes, are you okay with it? So prepare yourself to like listen before you get listening. I, you know, it may be, hey, I know I'm going to hear all this. I know they're going to say that. I know they okay, great. You know, and you may be muddling that around your head over the past weeks or a few weeks or days or whatever the case is. But like now you're like sitting in it. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know I'm going to hear that. And now consider what you want to talk about and where else this conversation will go and where you can come from where you're not listening for the uh, so that you don't shift your way of being, that you're okay with whatever you're listening to. Is that something that, that's tough for you? I know it is for me. I, you know, I, I really picked up listening in the past couple of years, and that for me was a, a game changer in terms of teaching and, and having conversations with close, uh, close clients and friends, like really, really deeper than just, hey, let me give you a couple of steps to do a better presentation. You know, where the, where the conversation was, it was because I was listening and I was okay with whatever I heard. And when it doesn't sit well with you, hopefully within this prepare the conversation stage, you can be you can sit with it and go, ooh, what is that? Oh yeah, that, oh if they say that, oh they better not say that. No, if they say that, I don't know what I would do. I would just run out the room. Oh really? So you should prepare for for that to happen so you don't run out of the room. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? Yes, what I mean. What I mean is that this is part of the prepare process. Oh. So can you be with that if they say that? I guess so. All right. You going to run out the room? No. What are you going to do next? I don't know. What do you do next? Well, here's what I suggest. <laughs> I suggest that you identify what needs to be said. So identify it. What now we've, especially if we're sitting in this now, this sitting in this emotion, right? Better to be sitting in it now than in the moment, right? So you deal with it before then, but now you got to be ready to say what needs to be said. 
So now, now this is, well, I, I really need to say this. I really need to ask for this raise. I really need to tell my, my mom that, um, my wife really doesn't appreciate her being over here five days out of the week. Ooh, that's a tough conversation to have. Are you ready for that? Well, no, no, but that's what, that's what I need to tell her. Uh, I need to tell her she's only, she's only allowed to come over two days out of the week. Oh, okay. This was a similar conversation that popped up in the recent music and sharing forums. Sharing and music forums. Music and music and sharing and sharing and music and sharing forums. Music and sharing forums. Sharing and music forums. Music and sharing and sharing and music and music and sharing forums. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was one of the concerns of of our guest. And he needed to have the conversation. The last The last one, the question was... What challenging conversation are you willing to take on with someone this year? You got a whole year, but what do you want to take on? What do you want to get done with this like one conversation? And uh, that was one of his. And so, yeah, maybe that's that's what's going to stop you. But you you've now gotten to that point where you can kind of sense who you need to be. You know that way of being for yourself. Then you get to a space where you're like, okay, I I know. I know the relationship. I know, I, I I know the nature of the conversation that that I need to have with them, and I, I'm I'm not gonna just I'm gonna li- I I know what I'm gonna hear, and I gotta be prepared for what I don't want to hear. And now I I ca- I have to say something. I now I know what I really need to say because if the conversation diverts, which we'll talk about later, if the conversation diverts. You know, you have to still go back to these basics of, yeah, but I still have to just say this. And you will see how it shows up. You know, I was uh, I was on a call with a buddy of mine, and he's had a situation. Uh, and he he had, a con- he had to have a conversation with his wife. So I said, so did you, did you do it? And he said, no. He said, I, I tried. I thought so. I think maybe. And, you know, recently now I've spoken to him again with that, and he did. He finally had that conversation, and we talked about this prepare process and what he had been going through with, like, feeling it. And he said, man, it took a, I could, took a couple weeks to prepare for this conversation. <laughs> but he had been taking years to do it. So, like, at that point I just thought, well, what are you doing, man? Like, And I'm, I'll ask you the same question. What are you doing? If you know that there's a conversation that needs to be had, are you preparing for this conversation? Is it ever going to happen? I, I don't know about you, um, but I, I tell my mother that I love her after every conversation because I don't know if that's going to be the last time that I'll get a chance to say that to her. Even if we're angry. Because that's where I'm coming from. My way of being is is love with her, especially more now than it ever has been because we used to fight and argue. But that way of it just come from love and listening for where it's, for for her commitments, and that's what I'm listening from. And, and knowing the nature of the conversation is that, you know, I'm a man now, I'm out of the house, I'm doing my own thing, and I know she loves me, but, you know, let's keep this friendship as such now at this point. And so all of these things, and, and, and sometimes even then it stops me from saying what I need to say to her. But not always, right? Just sometimes. And I say sometimes in very few, uh, rarely situations do I feel like I can't do that. But it doesn't mean that when I say something, it, 
there isn't a fear that she's going to react a certain way or or maybe then she actually does. And so then that makes me think, oh, I shouldn't say this ever again to her because I don't want to deal with this type of emotion ever again. But if you could be with that emotion and you can actually have a conversation, then there's a safe space that starts to open up where that person's ready to have a conversation about this. If you're blocked off, if you're not ready, if you don't want to have this chat, that it's not going to happen. And what will happen is, is the frustration starts to build and then you end up having that way of being where it, it kind of becomes this uh, ping pong of emotions. It's back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, well, you know, and even if those of you who are talking about a boss or a job interview where you don't, you, you don't, you're not going to get into an actual argument per se, you're left with... Ugh. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't say that I don't do that. Or I said I did that, but I, I don't do that. Or I don't want to do that. And so that's where all of these, these moments start to collide. And it's almost not even worth it having the conversation. For me, a lot of times in my life, I would get to what's the point. What's the point of even preparing for this conversation when, it's, when I know it's not going to go well? So the next step would be your purpose and your intent of the interaction. But for today's podcast, this is what a prepare for the sake of conversation. Yeah, and more than anything, I'd say just go out and have fun with this. Um, some of the topics obviously are very difficult and very serious when we're talking about sharing but yeah if you have a conversation with somebody and all you're really there to do is just enjoy the conversation and listen to them for where they're coming from you can listen to the past podcast and me and David talked about how sometimes that's weird for people it's just weird like if someone's calling you just to catch up so like you can come from a really caring, loving space in the conversation. But if you know what needs to be said, then you're not left feeling incomplete. So that's what I wanted to share. And I really appreciate you listening today. Hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, happy Chinese New Year. Vocal Vision. The journey of bringing your vocal vision to life. All right. In today's next actions, we talked about... Preparing the conversation. So, I'd love for you to go ahead and just write in a little paragraph of what is it that you need to say. And go through the three steps of the process and then send it out and go, I need to say, I need to tell my my cousin this. Boom, 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 boom. Maybe it's, I need to tell them uh, that I'm still angry that they stole my my hot box uh, cars, you know, when I was a kid. Hot box? Ha, ha, ha. Hot wheels. What's a hot box? I don't even know what that is. And so those types of conversations could be had, but it also could be, hey, I, you know, I really just, I want to I wanna, I wanna say that I love you. And I want to thank you for, for being a part of my life and supporting me and being there. Um, and you don't have to say love. But one thing I didn't mention in the podcast was a story about a girl who, when I had this conversation with her, she said, all right, I'm going to prepare for my parents' deathbed uh, so that I can say I love you to them for the first time before they die. And wow, it was quite impactful. And 
I said to her, I said, why wait that long? You don't know if you're going to have that moment. And it was like she had been preparing for this conversation the perfect way. And she realized, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if that I can actually prepare for this the right way, the way, the way that I think that is the right way. So there's never going to be a right way. I said, so just have that conversation. And she did it, and they thought she was crazy. <laughs> but, you know, hey, now they know. And uh, I found out re uh, shortly after, I'd say a couple months after, the, the parents said, I love you back, randomly. So, like, ooh, hey, wow. You know, so take that on. Um, prepare for a conversation. Just write some stuff down. And if that gives you enough uh, homework and, and, and willingness to, like, say those things that are written down, now you've got something you can say if you're ready to jump into this conversation. Okay? So I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Take on those conversations. And uh, boom, where you planted. Peace. Vocal Vision. The journey of bringing your vocal vision to life. Vocal Vision. Is it Vocal Vision? Vocal vision, it's your vocal vision.